0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge.
1: Tom Fortino joins us on WGN Radio, frequently on the Trust Business Lunch. Let's just get some ballpark conversation from the founder and principal of the Alpha Wealth Group. Tom, it's just another one of those weeks that not everybody loves to be talking about stocks or looking at their uh, their retirement portfolios.
0: yeah, it is definitely one of those weeks it's it's a rough week so far, but um I don't know where I guess we're on the edge of the seats. I don't know if it's as exciting as the marquette game but the jobs report is coming
1: out tomorrow so um, <laughs> only you would compare those maybe. things well, <laughs> but you know it, 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 here's a common thread everybody we talk to about money and the economy these days say the good news is bad news the bad news is the good news give me the best possible spin on what to expect tomorrow what would be a good report on the jobs
0: well, you know, that is that is the point. It's kind of crazy, but it's like, let's hope people are being laid off, I yeah. guess. I don't know. It's terrible. but And I, I wish it wasn't that way. But, you know, if the jobs are relatively flat, um, and then you get keep in mind, January, there can be an adjustment for January if that comes down, because that was kind of this barn burner of 517,000 jobs. Those types of things, if that's adjusted down, and as crazy as it sounds the good news or the bad news is going to be good news for the market.
1: You know, bad news because people will have less money to spend and that'll bring inflation down. Is that how that works? Well, it's also
0: the point that, um, you know, now the fed is going to have less of a reason because wage, right. The wage, uh, pressures, um, will hopefully go down. And so they're going to be less likely to continue this trend of increasing rates. That's the the thought behind it. And so that's the reason.
1: Um, Fifty percent, uh, fifty basis points in March, or <clears> twenty-five. <throat> That's a good
0: question. I mean, we certainly have kind of said it's a it's twenty-five basis. That's a foregone conclusion. Um, I guess you know there's one other thing prior to the um, the Fed is we've got CPI around the corner. I just it's it's so I don't say frustrating, but my God, we're going to get through the jobs report and it's like okay, now we got to focus on the CPI, which is next week. And so that's going to have some impact on it as well. You know, that's um, March 14th, I believe.
1: Okay, but I'm, I'm not, there's nothing I can do about that, so maybe I won't worry about that. Here's what mm-hmm. I can do is try and save my money, try and earn my mm-hmm. money, and then try and do something smart with it. Should people be plowing money? Plowing money. Should they be continuing <laughs> to put money into equities, Tom, because the market is down?
0: You know, it, it's there's it uh you, you have to differentiate, and we've had this conversation before, John. You know, depending on where you're at. Look, if you're in retirement or near retirement, you got to be careful. I mean, that's just my opinion. If you're ten years out or more, keep you know just keep that systematic contribution going in for sure. Um, you know, it's just we've talked about in the past. You know, this has probably come up. I'm sure you've had some discussions with the Tina, right? There is no alternative. Well, there is one now. It's a five percent two year. Yeah. Um. So uh, I would say that's very, very compelling, and that could have even put more pressure on the market as people say, look, I can put my money in this, my fixed piece in here and get 5% and no risk. Why would I do these other things? So there are alternatives, and I would say these are opportunities I would consider for people, again, who are in that position where they want a little more protection.
1: That inverted yield curve now is favorable if you've got short-term money. Um, did it just dip below five? It's around five this week, right? It is around five. Yes. And so if you think about it, it's kind of crazy because,
0: you know, go back a little over a year or so. If you had a million dollars in an account, you get 7,000. Today you get 50,000 of interest, right? Um, it's just so this, this turn of events, as they say, it's it's, it's interesting how it happens. But again, when you're taking a look at that, it's it puts more, I think, more pressure on owning stocks.
1: Puts more pressure on owning stocks. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean, if you can get five, it
0: used to be, why would I park my money in an account where I get 0.1% or less than one-tenth of 1%? Well, now I can get five or four-and-a-half or wherever it may be. Um, So that's why there was, I think, some distortions in the market where, well, I'm going to just buy some dividend-paying stocks. I'm going to buy some things where I can get some growth
1: Oh yeah. rather than
0: have dead money. Well, it's not dead money anymore, right? So that's why I think that kind of plays into this whole, factoring into this market as well.
1: And then how long is that money put there? Is it six months? Is it two years? How long should you be in those kind of products?
0: Well, you know, if you want to take a look, if... um, If you want to just hold it and you're saying, again, depending on your situation, I'm happy. I'm not going to chase returns. If the market's up 20% over the next year, I'm fine with that. I still have some growth, and that will participate in the market. But this piece of it, there's a purpose for it. We always have to be careful. You know, I may have quoted him before, but, you know, Eugene Fama used to say, your your investments are like a bar of soap. The more you handle them, the smaller they get. (laughs) So... Um, we just want to be a little careful of what we do. Could you, t- to your point, John, could you say, okay, you know, 40 or 50% of my portfolio is fixed. I think this market looks like it's recovering. It's, it's, it's it, you know, is there certain indicators, there's reasons you're making this call. I'm going to take 10% of my fixed and, you know, maybe that dial it up, I go from 50-50 to 60-40. Those are, those are
1: potential opportunities, sure. What are bonds doing then? What's that? Bonds. The I bonds? mean, the bond, the bond market has not been great either. What are those doing you know, now?
0: <clears throat> well, I mean, earlier in the, you know, the aggregate, if you look at, like, for instance, if you own individual bonds as opposed to the average investor is, is buying, you know, the, the exchange-traded funds or the bond funds or something like that rather than buying individual bonds. Yeah. Um, so they do have some of the ups and downs. But, you know, the idea now is bonds are getting a higher yield. So if as of today, if you took cash – and you purchase some of these bond funds, even the aggregate bond index, you're going to get some yields which are pretty decent, over three percent or so. So, and then you, the the point is, and the idea is, and this gets back to the yield curve, you know, if we see a recession and we feel that the rates are going to come down, then you potentially have some capital appreciation on those bonds in addition to the yield.
1: One last question, Tom Fortino from the Alpha Wealth Group, and you'll <coughs> hear him Sunday morning with Elise Glink on WGN Radio at seven a.m. for a longer version of this conversation. I'll go ahead and take that 5%, and mm-hmm. I might be a little bit upside down because interest is higher than that, but that's still a pretty safe, smart place. I'm not losing much mm-hmm. money, and I'm only losing it to to inflation, right, Tom? Mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and do that. Now the market is starting to improve, and it's going to be up 5% from its, its low, say, this week. I think you just said you have to be able to live with that too, right? That you might wish that you had that money in the market rather than in essentially cash, right? Correct. Hmm.
0: Yeah. You want to, you want to be able to stick to a plan and, you know, cause emotions, historically emotions are the, thing, are the things that have been our own, we've been our own worst enemy because we're saying I'm chasing the return. Now I'm going to make, you know, and especially in today's world with all of these things going on, you let emotions start to dictate and i know it's i'm not trying to be insensitive it's tough it's your money but as much as possible you want to try to stick to a plan and say this is my plan i'm not going to deviate again small moves here and there fine but just be very careful you know with making large moves if you want to move more of that fixed income to some some equities cuz you think that makes sense? That's fine. But, again, be careful in, in, in how you do it and have a plan and try
1: to stick to it. You're not cashing in mutual funds or selling stocks to get T-bills, are you?
0: No, no, I'm not suggesting that.
1: Um, I mean, you uh, know, because then you capture your loss, but at least, at least I can stop the shrinking and go ahead and get 5%. I mean, I, I could see somebody telling themselves that. I'm asking you to comment on that.
0: Oh, well, I mean, you know, again, you have to really... Before you make these moves, I think all too often we make moves and saying, "Okay, I've got this five percent. I'm going to cash out of certain positions." Again, be very careful before you make those moves. Understand where you are. Um, I just think there's more of an opportunity if you want to reduce your weighting in equities right now. Again, by a certain percentage. I don't. I. I. You know. I know some people saying the market's going to rally, and there's some people that saying it's going to crash, um, and no one knows for sure. Uh, But I don't think it would be a bad move, again, depending on where you're at, to be a little more defensive in this
1: market. Sure, sure. Manage your risk a little bit. Go the other way a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Unless, as you said a moment ago, your horizon is long enough. You said 10 years. I didn't like that. I'd like you to say (laughs) two years. Really, Tom, in two years, we'll be through the worst of this, won't we?
0: Well... I don't know. Um, I hope so. You know, We hope the market recovers. But if you remember in 2000, when the tech bubble hit, we had three successive years. It seems like it never happened, but it did. Down 9% in 2000, down 12% in 2001, down 20% in 2002. So those were three successive down years in the market. It wasn't that long ago.
1: I can't believe that I don't have that seared into my memory. (laughs) Maybe because I wasn't making much money then. I, I like the saying that you had just a moment ago. Investments are like a bar of soap. The more you handle them, the smaller they get. I told our John Hansen, who does a money show at 6 o'clock Monday through Thursday night here on WGN, I want him to feature one of those snappy sayings you financial people have. <laughs> feature it, explain it, talk about it each night, because there's, <laughs> they pop up all the time between you and Terry Savage and people like that. Investments are like a bar of soap. The more you handle them, the smaller they get. Okay, Tom, that's why we let you handle them. Thanks for your help today, and we'll listen for you Sunday morning.
0: Thanks a lot, John. You take care.